Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Wow. Why do you have a topless photo of your wife in your jacket? Will that work? Yes. Sure. My God. Whoa. Sophia boobs. Let me see that. What's going on here? Absolutely not. How did you get that picture? I went on vacation with her for our honeymoon to Europe, and I convinced her to go topless for a few hours. I grabbed a few photos, told her I erased them all, kept one of them. But the question remains, why do you keep it in your jacket pocket? For personal use. Oh, no. You... You do no, not you masturbate to a photo of your own wife. Out of everyone in your life, you pick the only person you can actually have sex with. What? I'm not allowed to have porn in my house and my roster sucks, so I need some material. That's like if a serial killer wrote a romance novel, he would jerk off to his wife. Extended family, sure. Like your aunt or something? Fine. Your aunt? Excuse me? She's not really my aunt. I mean, we call her Aunt Kiki, but she's more like a cousin. What you, what you want? What you, what you want? All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Lazy Geeks. The Lazy Geeks. <laughs> Podcast number 64. Oh. Around the Way Girl. <laughs> Around the Way Girl. That was a jam back in the day. I know, right? Uh, uh, for those of you that are regular listeners, this might sound a little, a little weird, given the fact that... Um, Adam is actually back in L.A. Yeah, for the time being. For the time being. I leave tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're recording the podcast in the same room. Yeah. Yes. At the Lazy Geeks Lair. Steve's looking at my beautiful face. I gotta shave, though. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, it tickles a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, actually, the first two things I wanted to talk about were actually <laughs> Doctor Who related. Uh, first one. Doctor Who Star Trek crossover. Uh, yes, sir. That is going to be. That's just going to be cool. Like I said, like someone was saying, do you think it's going to be cool? I'm like, man, it could have no words in it. It'd just be a picture book, and it would be cool. <laughs> it's going to be the Enterprise D. Yeah, Captain Picard and crew. Oh, yes. With uh, with uh, Matt Smith's Doctor and Amy and Rory. Yeah. So if you if you've actually checked out the website. LazyGeeks.com. Oh, oh shit. Uh, You can uh, see the cover artwork, which has the Doctor sitting in Captain Picard's Enterprise D chair. Yeah, you know that pisses him off. Yeah, I know, right? So we've already we've already established, and we'll see if you guys agree that in relation to the crew, the Doctor's going to piss off Picard, like Q does. Yeah. And Worf is going to hate the Doctor. Worf is going to hate him. Riker's probably going to be amused by him. 
and probably hit on Amy. Yeah. <laughs> hit on Amy. I noticed in like almost every episode that's centered on Riker, you can always catch him when he's going to the turbo if he's checking out some chick. Oh, yeah. Like a boss. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, and Rory will probably be intimidated by Riker. Yeah. Because um, he's intimidated by everything. Yeah. Uh, Deanna won't be able to read him. Uh, Data will dig him. Yeah, we'll think that Data and the Doctor will probably have the closest relationship. Yeah. Because they... Because as as the doctor talks, Data will be the only one that'll be able to keep up with him. Yeah, because that's of, true. Yeah, so I think intellect wise, he'll probably be the closest that the doctor might uh, might and, get. With. And Wesley will get a pimp slap <laughs> from Amy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or how tall she is compared to how short Wesley was, he might actually be able to see under her skirt. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm curious how they're going to tie it in. I'm not. I'm not really expecting some really hardcore, like, tie-in, but still. Yeah. You know. The Cybermen and the Borg. Yeah. Interesting. Assimilation. They're probably going to do some kind of dimensions have crossed over yeah. crap or something like that, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's, we were watching Nemesis today, and it, and we were talking about how a lot of people hated how it was a clone, but Star- a true Star Trek fan knows it's not what made the plot happen that's important. <laughs> it's the plot that's important. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to go, all right, that's cool. Let's move along. <laughs> I know, right? And, um, but also on the same Doctor Who note, I went to uh, Gallifrey 1, Exhibit 23 yesterday, yeah. which was Sunday. And uh, that was cool. If you, if you lived in L.A. and you didn't go first fail... Second, <laughs> uh, you should go next year because it's the 50th anniversary. Dude, yeah, you should come down for that. It's 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. And, uh, How much was it going it's, uh It's actually relatively cheap compared to Comic-Con and stuff like that. It's $40 for either a Friday or a Saturday, a Friday or a Sunday, and $50 for a Saturday. $90 for the whole weekend. There you go. You know, and a uh, lot, of, lot of cool, uh, you got dealer's room. They had the, uh, the 96... Doctor Who TARDIS uh, uh, console up there, which you got to take your picture with and uh, <laughs> get an email to you. You know, oh, by the way, if you don't subscribe to our, you don't follow us on Twitter, do so because once that picture comes up, you know I'm putting that shit on that's Twitter. That's right. <laughs> that shit is going to be on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're going to see me there. He's going to have, have the same pose from uh, that Buddy Jesus from Dogma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? I forgot to tell you yesterday. You know what they also had? They had a panel there for, uh, what was it, Constable Space Time? <laughs> From yes, they had him there. <laughs> I was like, what oh, the Almost hell? better than Doctor Who. Constable Space Time. Almost. 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 <laughs> uh, but it was, it was a lot of fun. Saw Chris Hardwick there. Saw Eric Roberts there. John Delancey, Q. Um, uh, also the... Uh, Shepard, uh, Matt Shepard and his father. I would love Q, like as Q, yeah, to pop into a Doctor Who episode. You know, would that be a trip? That would be kind of that would be a trip. Ooh, that would be good for the crossover, dude. Yeah. You have Q and the Doctor. I bet you Q's the one that causes it. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. That's why it's that um, <laughs> that Enterprise and that crew. Mm. I figured it out. <laughs> I'm calling it spoilers. <laughs> Uh, but it was it was really cool. If you go to if you like us on Facebook, you can see some of the um, pictures I taken. Like us in general, and uh, yeah, like us in general. You might show uh, me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was it was really cool. A lot of remote control uh, Daleks, yeah, rolling around. Uh, 
lot of a uh, lot of uh, cute girls out there. Um, it's L.A. Yeah, well, yeah, but uh, <laughs> you know, it was funny too because like you seen some of the older the older crowd. You know, they're uh, Tom Baker's doctor or um, uh, Sylvester's doctor or you know the the, the various the, the various doctors. But the younger crowd, you started seeing. You see Tenet. Yeah. And then you see a lot of Matt Smith. You oh, see a lot of bow ties. But it was cool. It was the younger kids. Yeah. You know, that you know, I'm seeing like 12, 13 year old kids walking around. They got fezzes and bow ties. <laughs> so, you know, because they're cool. I mean, they're. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else to say. <laughs> Speaking of conventions. Oh, yes. Um, the Phoenix Comic Con. Oh, yes. On Memorial <laughs> Day weekend. I'm kind of digging this this con. Of course, it's not as big as San Diego, but it's not a massive PR event. Yeah, you know, it's it's um very it's almost more geeky. You know, because yeah. it's just people talking about um just silly shit. A lot of panels. A lot of panels going on. Um, Patrick Stewart's going to be there. William Shatner. William Shatner. Levar Burton. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> I'm gonna yell it because everyone's going to be like Star Trek's out with Reading Rainbow. And he's probably gonna go, yeah. He'll, he'll prop you for that. Oh, yeah, like, that was yeah. his show, That's dude. His shit, yeah. Uh, Brett Spiner's gonna be there. Marina Sirtis is gonna be there. So, you know, they already have pretty good selection of people that are gonna be there. Captain Kirk was what, Saturday? Saturday, and Picard, and, uh, was, Picard Sunday. Was, was Sunday. Sunday, so. Because they both have other engagements going on. Yeah. Well, you know, they're both bigger than life, so, you know. Yes. It's just, that's just the way it goes. Yes. But, cool thing about this Comic Con. Forty bucks. So I, I tell Steve it's forty bucks. Oh, for for a night? No, the entire thing is forty <laughs> bucks. Okay, go to this thing, man, because yeah. it's like it's gonna be the shit. And nobody goes to Arizona anyway, so this would be a good way to sneak out. Arizona's coming up, all right. Although although when you tell people, yeah, I went to Arizona, they'll be like, shut up, uh, <laughs> you yeah, Arizona. Did. No, you did. Were you passing through? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. You were. Oh, you're stopping there on your way to Vegas, right? <laughs> Yeah. Well, when you go to the Phoenix Comic Con, you will notice clean streets and clean living, baby. Right? Well, maybe not in Phoenix, but if you go like <laughs> in the outer line, outer line city. Yeah. Well, maybe not even the outer line city, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like, you know. Like, if you go outside the metropolitan area, you're on the desert. <laughs> really clean. In Cactuses be- are shining. In between sandstorms and UFO shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the UFO shit's clean, too, but that's whatever. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Let's move into the news. <laughs> All right. Um, EA and Origin is going for sainthood, it seems, with some of the promotions they put out. Just after a recent promotion where Battle, a Battlefield 3 pre-order got you a free copy of Dead Space 2, EA is doing it again. If you pre-order Mass Effect 3 on Origin, you will get a copy of Battlefield 3 absolutely free. Nice. This is a big promo because Battlefield 3 is still a top price game. Just to clarify that... I know it's kind of obvious, but I just want to put it out there. Um, this is a PC-only promotion, so don't expect, you know, oh, uh, yeah, I pre-ordered Mass Effect 3 um, on PS3, so I want to pick up Battlefield 3 for, like, Xbox 360. No, yeah. motherfucker, it's not going to work that way. Hence why it's origin. Yeah. But you know there's some douchebag that's going to sit there and go, calling up Best Buy and shit, yo, man, I got... Hey, 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 listen here. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, 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 15 times. Uh, so head over to uh, Origin, well, fire up your Origin client if you have it, or go over to the official site for more details. You don't really need more details. You pre-order Mass Effect 3, and you get Battlefield. I'm thinking about doing it myself, because that's yeah. that's a damn good promotion. I kind of yeah. want Battlefield 3 on the PC anyway. Yeah. So, 
I gotta make sure mine's a furry. Batman three looks kind of pretty. <laughs> yeah, it looks kind of pretty. Uh, well, uh, AT&T customer, customers have had this love-hate relationship with their provider. No love. <laughs> so, uh, no love. <laughs> more so than any other customers. But uh, they hate this, the customer service, but love that they can get the talks and text feature with their yeah. iPhone 4. But AT&T wants to push that relationship to the serious breaking point. Last weekend, not uh, starting uh, February 12th, AT&T doubled its upgrade fee for customers who wish to upgrade their phones. They went from $18 to $36. Now, uh, and that's, you know, to upgrade your device and renew your contract. As of right now... Verizon is the only wireless company that does not charge such a fee, and I have a feeling that might change soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, wireless customers today are more sophisticated than ever before, and because of that, the costs associated with upgrading uh, the new device have increased and is reflected in their new price fee. This fee isn't unique to AT&T, as this is the first time they're charge- changing it in nearly 10 years, AT&T said in a statement. That doesn't make it better. Uh, it doesn't make it better, but at the same time, in the same week, Yahoo did a report that uh, hard hitting, yeah, hard hitting that uh, the throttling of cu- unlimited data customers has gone to the extreme. Some of you may be finding it a bit unusual, but it's targeting may not find it a bit unusual, but it's targeting those customers that are supposed to have the unlimited data packages and they're grandfathered into the AT and T over the tiered plan. But here's the scenario. If you get a text message from AT&T stating you're getting close to your data limit, the next step is throttling. Now, the throttling isn't the problem, but it's how much you're throttled. According to the article, it slows the data usage down to almost dial-up speeds. Huh? This, this sort of thing sticks with you through your entire billing cycle. If you call customer service to complain, they'll recommend the tiered plan. Yeah, uh, of course yeah. they will. Okay. You know, real quick, um, a buddy of mine has AT&T. He has, he has an iPhone, so it's 3G. I had cricket prepaid, okay? We were both on the internet at the same time. Mine was going way faster than his. Exactly. Uh, they say one way to get around this is to go to AT&T hotspots and use their, or use a Wi-Fi connection to get around those restrictions. But it doesn't seem to be... Tar- it seems to be targeting those unlimited users by saying if you're... If you want unrestricted access, sign up for their new plans. If you like to have... And what basically is happening is if you use... And the... Uh, these... Uh, unlimited customers, if you download 1.5 to 2 gigs, they'll throttle you down to le- nearly 99%. Jesus. But if you think about it, their tiered plan, for the same price that you're playing for um, unlimited data, it's 3 gigs. And you'll be fine. That's that's the problem. Is you're thinking, okay, so if I use half of what you're giving me that. So they're basically saying, if you really want unfeathered access to the data usage... Get our tiered plan. Get our tiered plan. Which is, I mean, I think AT&T has wanted to face up that un- that unlimited for a while now. And that's just their undercutted way of doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's just the way that... Yeah, that's just the way they want. And, uh, I mean... They, nobody sees a lawsuit coming up because, according to this one customer, <coughs> they just guarantee the highway. It doesn't guarantee the speed limit. Uh-huh. Uh, Sprint still has the unlimited data plans. Uh, T-Mobile will throttle you at 5 gigs, and they make that pretty damn clear. Verizon will slow users down when the ta- when the nearest tower is experiencing high traffic, but according to them, it's usually a few minutes on average. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that. When I've used it and I'm in like Warner Center or even like out in Hollywood or something like that, it'll slow, but then it comes right back a little right. later. And Sprint's answer is... 
they don't let you connect half of the time. So you don't use it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like Comic-Con. Like yeah. Comic-Con. Fuck that shit. <laughs> That ain't gonna happen at Phoenix Comic Con. I'm mean, tweeting and shit. I couldn't even tweet, dude. Really? I couldn't even make a text message. It's not even fucking over the data plan. I could cricket my shit works better. And that's on Sprint Network too. Well they have like a cricket network in there now. Whatever. Moving on. Star Wars The Old Republic has seen its fair share of success since launch. With the millions of people playing the game, you would think it was a worldwide game and not just North America and Europe. To quote, well, I, don't, I put this in here. Cool. <laughs> to quote, to quote William Riker at the end of Star Trek: First Contact, it's about to get a whole lot bigger. I did read that one. Nice. Yeah. I was really on top of it right then. <laughs> um, on March first, Swotor, Swotor, I hate that. Swotor. Will be launched. I like typing it, but I don't like saying <laughs> Say it. it. Um, will be launched in the Pacific regions, which includes Singapore, Australia, New Zealand, and Hong Kong. Of course, people in these regions have already been playing the game with imported copies and the use of our Western civilization servers. The people in this. <laughs> the people in the future. Uh, BioWare has promised these players will be able to transfer characters for free for a limited time to the new regional servers. The game is getting huge. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's getting that way fast. Yeah, it is. I think I know where all those people that left WoW went. Oh, a little jab at the end, dude. <laughs> Which is actually true. Right. So, yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool because they have been playing with, um, you know, they import the games and play on our servers, but that increases lag. Yeah. And also, if we can get them regional servers, then we can decrease the amount of lag on the Western servers. It's good. Yeah. It's a good thing. <laughs> it's to a quote Martha Stewart. <laughs> I think the William Riker quote stuck a little better, though. Yeah. Uh, since the introduction of SOPA and PIPA into Congress last year, there hasn't been much done in the way of studies that support the fact that Hollywood's way of doing things might be contributing factor in the high level of online piracy of their films. Deadline has released results of a study done by Brett Donner, Donher of Wesley College and Joel Waldfogel... <laughs> What the fuck? Okay. At the University of Minnesota and National Bureau of Economics Research, conclude that piracy in the U.S. is not as big of a threat to reducing profits as the movie industry would like, like you to perceive. Of course it isn't. According to the study, it seems that piracy in the U.S. is less likely to cut the, into the bottom line of the studios as most people would like to have the theatrical experience. However, the, th the threat comes from more lag time between studio releases here and abroad. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. The study believes that since uh, the advent of BitTorrent in 2003, the bigger lag time between movie releases here and places like Denmark, Finland, Italy, Poland, and Turkey, bigger drops in the revenue stream were noticed. Between 2003 and four, film that had a lag time of eight weeks would see a 22% drop in the, any given country. That figure would skyrocket to 40% in 2005 and 6 for each additional week of lag. The study noticed that the science fiction and action films saw a 1.3% higher drop rate than any other genre. Hmm. Uh, which kind of seems a little weird. Uh, this report makes perfect sense when you think about the specific, or lack thereof, in SOPA and PIPA that would seem to be directed at the wrong people. It's clear that the movie studios want you to believe that every person in this country feels entitled to see a movie for free. I have always felt that piracy overseas was a bigger culprit than anything we see here. It is a Doctor Who piracy thing all over again. Mm. More movie studios need to think of global releases rather than uh, individual ones. Again, 
they are stuck in their old way of thinking. In the end, it just shows that there's still some piracy that is going on in the States, but not as widespread as they would like you to believe. People want to see movies when they are released, not wait weeks or months for it to be available in their country. However, since the MPAA has no jurisdiction in other countries, they would try to make our lives as difficult as they can. So stupid too, because uh, as a society in America, like even, especially younger people, taking like a date out is revolved around going to the movies. Yeah. Like so many things is, is revolved around going to the movie theater and yeah. stuff like that. Getting a cheap, getting a knockoff off of the computer and watching it on your PlayStation is not going to friggin' replace that. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I was thinking about it too. I go, how many times do we do things and go, oh, well, let's go to the movies. Yeah. Your group of friends. Oh, well, let's go see this movie. Oh, okay, cool. Or dinner and a movie. It's like that. It's, mm -hmm. it, you know, when you're hanging out with your friends, oh, let's go check out this movie. Or like us when we went to go check out um, Zombieland with Chris. Yes. And that was more enjoyable because yes. of hearing Chris just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Psychotic laugh. <laughs> Love it. Oh, man. Chris is a pimp. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Team Bondi might have folded, but L.A. Noir is now in the hands of Rockstar, its publisher. The franchise could see a sequel in the future. Quote. We're all, <laughs> we're all very pleased with how that game turned out and are considering what... The future may hold for L.A. Noir as a series, said a Rockstar spokesperson on the company's website. L.A. 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 <laughs> received rave reviews and revolutionized the genre. Many many were upset to see Team Bondi fold because that may mean the end of the game itself. Rockstar is currently working on the fifth Grand Theft Auto title as well as the second sequel to Max Payne. So I don't, I won't, ugh, I won't expect anything too soon. But you never know. Real quick article, if I can stumble <laughs> if you through can it. Actually wait, um, make your way through that. But I mean, I pretty much. We all knew there was going to be a sequel to L.A. Noir. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. It was re wildly successful and it was an awesome game. Yes. So that's it. This is a good sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it right now. Oh man. So <laughs> uh, it shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone that Microsoft and Google aren't exactly on the best best of terms. This has become more evident since a report from the Wall Street Journal claims that Google is purportedly bypassed certain security protocols in Apple's Safari browser to collect data. Apparently, Google has been able to track users of Apple Safari browsers while they surf the web on their Apple iPhones, iPads, and Macs, said Ryan Gavin, general manager of Internet for Internet Explorer Business and Marketing. This type of tracking by Google is not new. The novelty here is that Google apparently circumvented the privacy protections built in to Apple's Safari browser in a deliberate and ultimately fa successful fashion. Now, we can agree that Microsoft, that, uh, we can agree with Microsoft there, and Google is claiming that the report is mischaracterizing them. Given how little Google has given to customer privacy and security, it doesn't surprise me that they would do this, but Microsoft's position makes me giggle. If you find this um, type of behavior alarming and want to protect your confidential information and privacy while you're online, there is an alternative for you, Gavin added. Probably at no way endorsing Internet Explorer or... <laughs> no, way. no way. No way. No way. Nah. Uh, Microsoft has been hurting them since most people are using either Google's Chrome browser... And Google as their search engine. This Maybe is, make another a better browser. Mm, yeah, you know. Yeah. This is a good way for them to remind people that they are still in the game. While their browser functionality has gotten a bit better, it still lags in areas and is bloated in many other ways. 
Microsoft is relishing this moment to shine. Remember that it wasn't too long ago that Microsoft was in the spotlight with antitrust suits here and abroad. Mm-hmm. So I think Michael, uh, Microsoft might, should keep their mouth shut and let the media take care of Google. Yeah. But also on a side note, after that whole thing, Google, I mean, Microsoft decided to, hey, you know what? If they did that with Safari's browser, maybe we should check out our own. And they did. Google circumvented Internet Explorer's security and privacy protocols and was doing the same thing with that. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's, it's right now, it's, it's Google Chrome all the way. Firefox has gotten <laughs> pissing me off since they changed their browser every couple months. I hate that. Um, and Internet Explorer's just, it's Internet Explorer. Sure, it's better. But just better than the previous Internet Explorer. It's not better than Chrome. But, you know, I think Google needs to kind of watch out because, as we all know, they're not a fan of respecting people's privacy and tracking and, you know. Mm. And they make it so easy to track you, but when you want to opt out of it, they make it so so much more impossible to do. I think Google really needs to kind of step up. I mean, given the fact that they've just really started to approve and not approve apps for their Android yeah. where I, I think we can assume that they'll be coming along in a few years. It might be in beta right now. Who knows, <laughs> yeah, you know? it'll be in beta for a few years. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> Around the way, girl. All right, so I guess it's time for some uh, new releases. Oh, is it now? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, on Netflix streaming, we've got... What do we got? What do we got? The Double... I don't remember what that is. Uh, Hoarders. If you want to feel better about yourself. Oh, I know. Um, Power Rangers Samurai. Woo! The lamest Power Rangers. Uh, Glee. Oh, God. For us Glee, or us Glee fans. Uh-oh. Oh, slip. You know, when I saw the Britney Spears episode, it was all right. You know, but the rest of it's like... Whatever. I was watching How I Met Your Mother, and Ted on there goes, he goes, you know, I was dating this girl, and her favorite band was Glee. <laughs> Um, ooh, How It's Made? That's a cool like show. 17 seasons or something. It's crazy. <laughs> it's a long ass Really cool show, though. Yeah. Um, Rock and Roll High School. Rock and Roll High School. And, oh, yeah, you put these. Yeah. And Scarface. Got it. If you're, if you're a rapper. Yes. You are obligated to like <laughs> well, this movie. Yeah, you don't even get that. You're obligated to have the poster up on your walls. Yeah. Every time you're doing some kind of uh, interview, you have to have it behind you, you know, on my, the wall. My grandpa said something real funny about how rap culture seems to think they're mimicking the gangster culture from back in the day. My grandfather says the glaring problem with that is real gangsters don't talk so fucking much. Yeah. Boom. I know. Always the ones that got whacked were the guys that couldn't keep their mouth shut. Yeah. So all rappers would get shot. Remember, because if you watch those movies, they were construction workers. That's right. They won't, they, 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 you know, oh, I'm a contractor. That's, yeah. that's all they did. Never talked shop. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Moving on to games. A lot of Vita titles, baby. Um, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 for the Vita. Army Corps of Hell, Vita. The PlayStation <laughs> Vita will be coming out. Surprised I wasn't on the top of the list then. I listed them as the order that they came in. <laughs> uh, PlayStation Vita is releasing uh, this week. Um, the 22nd, I think, is when all these come out. Touch so my... tomorrow, as according to this podcast. Yeah. Um, Touch My Katamari yeah. <laughs> for Vita, Star Drone Extreme, Vita, Hustle Kings, Vita, Dynasty Warrior Next, Vita, Ninja, uh, Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden Sigma Plus Ugh, for the Vita, uh, Alan Wake's American Nightmare for the Xbox, um, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater 3D for the 3DS, Syndicate for the PC, Xbox, and PlayStation 3, and Azora's Wrath, Xbox, and PlayStation 3. Oh, and by the way, 
go lazygeeks.com, um, relatively new article, I think it was today, or what day is it today? Well, today's Monday. Okay, yeah, Monday, either Monday's article or Friday's article, they're they're bringing a Call of Duty title to the Vita. Oh, I, they yeah, haven't yeah, announced which one it's going to be. I think be. that's Friday. Yeah, they haven't announced which one it's going to be. That is really going to show off the capabilities of the system, and that's yeah. going to be sick. That's coming out. I want to say May. Um, I want to say it. <laughs> you know, what's going on in the theaters, dude? In, in theaters, we've got Act of Valor, which basically looks like a filmed version of Call of Duty. Yeah, uh, gone. Well, like real people in Act of Valor. Though. That's what I hear, but I'm like, going, I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not following it. You know, it's It'd like, be like the Vietnam tape yeah. or something like <laughs> uh, Gone. Uh, which is stars that um, hot the the kind of the hot dumb chick from Mean Girls, uh, the blonde one. Oh, um, her last name's like Siegfried or yeah, something like something. that. She's hot. Another Tyler Perry movie. Tyler Perry's in Good Deeds. Yeah, and Wanderlust, which has uh, Jennifer Aniston and Paul Rudd. Oh yeah. So. One thing I hate about the Tyler Perry movement. Is anytime you hate a Tyler Perry movie, you're, you're an racist. instant racist. Yeah, you're an instant it's racist. It's like, I'm sorry, I watched In Living Color. <laughs> <laughs> that was... I watched Good Times. Yeah. Every week no, I watched no, Good I got time. it. I enjoyed Roots. Oh. Done. Yeah. I am the most no, anti-racist. If, if you're a racist, you watched it backwards. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, that's a <laughs> racist. enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. and enjoyed it. And, no, that, that was and actually, so it had a happy ending. That's, that was actually a rebuttal I had, because I was like, I hate Tyler Perry movies. Like, they're just not, they're not good to me. And this dude's like, it's probably because you're a racist. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I watched *In Living Color. Yeah. And I said Arsenio <laughs> Hall. <laughs> Done. You, when somebody goes, oh, you must be racist. Oh, really? So I live in 60s Alabama? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I'm so. sorry, I'm not allowed to like things with black people in them. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, coming out on DVD this week, or today, actually, compared to this, uh, for this podcast, uh, The Fade, season one. Honey. I still haven't seen that. Yeah, I know. I haven't seen yeah. it. Honey? Honey 2? Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's a really? Honey 2. Hun- the first Honey is bearable because Jessica Alba's fucking hot. The second one is... I don't know. It's a dance movie. <laughs> is it a two... Is, is it like two movies? Is it like a combo pack? <laughs> I guess. Well, well, Honey 2 is straight to DVD. That comes out, comes out. Oh, yeah. And Honey just comes out on Blu-ray. Oh, man. J. Edgar, Nurse Jackie Season I want to see that, J. Edgar. Yeah, I know. I want to see it, too. Unforgiven, the 20th anniversary yeah. edition. Damn, 20th... Damn. Uh, Tower Heist, Yawn, um, Weed Season 7, Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots, I, I want to see that one. I kind of want to see that. And Underdog the Complete Series, Done and Done. That's it. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, and in comics this week. DC Comics, if I don't say a number, it's issue 6. All-Star Western, Aquaman, Batman vs. Bane. Baby yeah. Um, Batman the Dark Knight, Blackhawks. DC Universe Secret Origins hardcover, The Flash, The Fury of Firestorm. I just love that title. <laughs> uh, Green Lantern, New Guardians, I Vampire, Justice League Doc, yes. The Ray, Three of Four, Savage Hawkman, Superman, and Teen Titans. <laughs> A dramatic reading from Adam. <laughs> and for Marvel this week, Avengers Solo, Five of Five, final issue. We've got uh, Deadpool. Number 51, Fantastic Four, 603, Magneto, Not a Hero, Final Issue 404, The Mighty Thor, 11, New Mutants, 38, Secret Avengers, 23, Spider-Man, 23, uh, Ultimate Comics, Spider-Man, number 7, Uncanny X-Force, number 22, Venom, 13.3, and uh, really, can't we just go to 14? 
<laughs> Whatever. Wolverine and the <laughs> X-Men number 6 and Wolverine, t- I mean X-Men 25. And uh, we got other distributors. Uh, Incorruptible number 27 by Boom. Serenity Volume 1. Those Left Behind Hardcover. Oh, I miss that. I don't know, dude. I saw, I was like, ah, oh, you missed that? Dark Horse. Dark Shadows number 5. Dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, uh, Game of Thrones number 6 by Dynamite. Voltron number yeah. 3 by Dynamite. Anything Voltron, really. Yeah. Cobra Ongoing, uh, number 10, IDW. Danger Girl Revolver, 2 of 4 by IDW. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 7, IDW. Uh, Transformers Robots in Disguise, number 2, IDW. And Morning Glories, number 16 by Image. And when are they going to make a GoBots comic? <laughs> <laughs> the four man yeah. uh, Transformers. <laughs> when, when you couldn't get... <laughs> but you couldn't afford the regular Transformers. No, when the, when the channel for Transformers didn't quite come in. You could watch Cobots. Um, oh, and there was no, there were no, no collectibles. collectibles no. Can't right. be every week, folks. Yeah, no. we can't. They can't be a winner every week. That's right. Uh, so this week we had. What a, was a little collar pop? It's getting a little hot in here. <laughs> that fucking ruddy T-shirt <laughs> and shit. Um, V-neck for the ladies. Yeah. Um, originally we had another topic set up for this week, but we started talking about it because of the Phoenix Comic Con. A serious debate a serious is stirring. Debate. Because the, the, well, let me let me. You want to explain it? Let me set it up. Okay, you okay. set it up. We were we were sitting here talking. I'll about, masturbate over here. Yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking about the Phoenix Comic Con. I was listing listing some of the um. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> some of the uh, the panels that were going to be because I didn't. When I last had checked, they didn't have many panels up. So, one of them was... Got a lot of... Ugh, from us. <laughs> that was a sigh, by the way. Um, uh, Star Wars versus Star Trek debate. Okay. Now, the panel sounds cool. Right. Because they're going to have it in teams. So, you're going to have a Star Trek team and a Star Wars team. And then the audience gets to pick the questions. And then at the end, there's a vote for who won. So, that's fun. If they keep it fun. But this brought... Up <laughs> the topic of when fans don't keep it fun. When fun stop. When it gets. When things get real. When things get a little too real. Was <laughs> it David Chappelle? <laughs> when, when keeping it, it real, real goes, goes too far. Or whatever it goes wrong. <laughs> uh, and this is one of the things that I I brought up, and and I know Adam kind of agrees with me on this. Is uh, this rivalry between Star Wars and Star Trek just seriously is stupid. It's stupid. Here's here's one reason it's stupid. It's almost like Star Trek and Star Star Wars are the only recognized science fiction franchises in the universe. Like, there's other things going on, people. Battlestar Galactica, the old and the new. Buck Rogers. Serenity. Serenity and Firefly. Um... Jesus, there's so many. I don't know what to say. Well, even single movies. Farscape? (laughs) Babylon 5? No. No. I'm just throwing it out there. That's okay, dude. (laughs) That's a whole nother debate. (laughs) I tried watching that, dude, and I just couldn't. You know... Uh, old man dude, he likes that show. He it's like everyone it. was complaining the entire show. Yeah, he well, look at him. It's yeah, old man true. dude. That's true. <laughs> X Files. X Files. Yeah. And not in space, but still, still science fiction. Science fiction paranormal. But you know, and it, it just it cracks me up to the point of like 
you know... Earth 2? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Above and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> now we're getting into the episode. Oh, you know, to be to be honest, sliders yeah. was pretty dope. Um, Stargate, Quantum Leap, Quantum Leap beats them all, dude. I'm sorry, <laughs> Scott Bakula beats Stockwell. That's all. It's done. That the next leap would be, be leap home. That was like a soap opera for men. I know. I would be weepy watching this show. Like, oh shit, he just wants to go home. I know. Man, can a brother go home? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you fucking with him? <laughs> Hasn't he helped enough? Quantum Leaps on Netflix, but I'm gonna watch that. That shit's good. But, you know, it, the, one of the big things is like, you know, we had our Star Trek. Uh, had our Star Trek thing last week, actually, the Battle Bridge. Yeah. Um, and every every show is a Star Trek show. <laughs> but the thing is, is that, you know, Star Wars... The, the thing is, is, like, Star Trek fans love it, really love it, and then live by it. Yeah. Star Wars fans love it, hate George Lucas... <laughs> And hate the re-releases. Yeah. <laughs> so there's it, more hatred in the Star Wars There is a camp. lot more hatred. You know, and Gene Roddenberry wanted the whole, you know, his vision of the future was everybody got along. George Lucas is just a little different. <laughs> well, and then also, George Lucas was telling, not the future, but he's actually telling the past in yeah. a different galaxy. Right. You know, so... For me, like let's let's quickly because we're getting off track talking about quantum leap and shit. <laughs> you um, were getting off track. Hey, hey, it was a joint effort. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so let's first say which one we enjoy more. I'm not going to say prefer because they're two different things. Yeah. Which, I, which well, one do you prefer more? Yeah, because I enjoy both. I enjoy both. I too. enjoy both. Uh, prefer. I think I have to say, and this is where, and I will tell you why before people start going, you know, start looking me up on the internet and burning me in effigy, uh, Ooh. is that I I prefer, which is probably the best PR I would get, <laughs> considering the only PR. the only PR, <laughs> you know, uh, bad PR is not just is also good PR. Oh, when you're dead, you know, yeah, doesn't really matter. Um, I prefer Star Trek over Star Wars. Um, I enjoy them both. The reason why I prefer Star Trek is because there's more of Star Trek to enjoy. Yeah. The, the thing with Star Wars, and it's so limited because it's it's either good or it's bad. Like, I prefer Star Wars. The original Star Wars. The original three Star Wars. There are Wars. three Star Wars there movies, There are three Star Wars movies. I don't... And there are some other ones based off the universe. <laughs> and I'm talking Star Wars before was Episode Four and A New Hope. I'm talking about that Star Wars. Yeah. Then there's the sequel, which was Empire Strikes Back, and yeah. then Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, the Clone Wars is kind of dope. The Clone Wars, I've watched, and the I can't really bit. get all that into it. I mean, because you look at some of the stuff he's released after that. Cl- yeah, the Clone Wars, which was the most recent. The Ewoks movies. <laughs> the Christmas special. <laughs> the, the Christ- oh, God, the Christmas special. <laughs> the um, R2 and uh, 3PO car- cartoon they have yeah, for a little yeah. of the animated series. And so a lot of that, obviously, you know that with Lucas, especially as we, as, even if you mentioned the Ewok series, the Ewok movies, you know it was geared towards kids. Yes. And it showed. With Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, no simple plot. The, yeah, there, there's, you know, and when you're dealing with Star Trek, 
you know, people could sit there and go, oh, well, the 60s series had, you know, cheesy sci-fi. Or but if it you really... It was the 60s. Yeah, it was the 60s. And if you really want to say, if you like Doctor Who, they were better than Doctor Who's. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, and that's the thing, is that when you, you have more cerebral con content in there, mm -hmm. you looked beyond the science fiction. The science fiction part was more was just... a backdrop. was more decorative yeah. than anything else, you know, and of course, yeah, they had the space battles and stuff like that. But for me... I enjoyed more Star Trek because of the fact that Star Trek had more stuff and it kind of grew with me. Mm -hmm. You know, you had Star Trek, then you had the movies, then you had the TNG, DS9, and then Enterprise. <laughs> I'm going to forget that one. <laughs> Did you miss one? Yeah, yeah purposely. Yeah. I missed one. Uh, but yeah, but I, I felt it grew with me. And then the reboot. The Delta Quadrant, Quadrant Saga. <laughs> And then, you know, and then, of course, the reboot. And uh, so for me, I enjoy, I prefer Star Trek more because I have more to choose from. Mm -hmm. As opposed to Star Wars. And variety. And, uh, yes. So, and you. So, tell you tell me. So. Uh-oh. No. The glasses have come off. <laughs> um, We're fucked. I, I enjoy both of them as well. I will admit, I didn't really get into Star Wars until later on. Now, I was born in 1984. That's going to be relevant in a minute. Um, so I was born kind of before the whole Star Wars hype started, you know. But I watched the movies. I enjoyed them. I thought they were great. I, I looked into the universe a bit. You know, I, I dug it. I do prefer Star Trek more, and that goes into the being born in 84. I have grown up with Star Trek. I've grown up with Next Generation constantly being put. I, I used to run to the television set just to watch it. Um, after that, there was... There was Deep Space Nine, I'll say it, Voyager, um, and, and then Enterprise. The day that there wasn't Star Trek on TV, I honestly was emotionally impacted. It didn't make sense to me. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, why is there no Star Trek on TV? Um, other than reruns and such. I I have always um, liked Star Trek for the same reason you do, where there's more variety in, not only in different series, but also in episodes like, a movie is a movie. The same thing right. is going on the whole movie. Right. Um, but with Star Trek, it was always hour-long episodes. They're like little movies. Yeah. You know, so I dug that. I also, one thing, and I was explaining this to uh, Steve earlier, is Star Trek is a fictional universe set in this universe. So it's supposed to be our future, right? That's cool to me. Because they'll reference old shit, which yeah. is just 20th century shit. Um and stuff like that, or they'll, they'll, the history of it's far more interesting to me, as opposed to Star Wars, which is somewhere else, some other universe that has nothing to do with us, which is cool in its own way, too. Um, See, I consider Star Wars more fantasy. Yeah. You know, as opposed to Star Trek, which is more science fiction. Wishful thinking. Yeah. Because <laughs> in Star Trek, well, you know, think about it, with all the stuff we have now, the tablets, smartphones, things like that, mm -hmm. that stuff impacts are uh, the people that create that stuff. Exactly. They, th they thought, oh, I want to make a flip phone. I want to make a communicator that flips like that. Oh, okay. Now we have... My phone, when I get a text message, it's the next generation chirp. Um, I'm not going to play it. Because uh, <laughs> it'll take you 20 minutes to find it. Um, I've, I've always enjoyed Star Trek more, but like I said, it's because I grew I grew up with it. And it was always a fixture in my house. My household, because it was an apartment. Uh, when I was growing up. Um, did I, do I enjoy Star Wars? Of course I do. I, I like, um, I like the movies. I didn't, I was okay. 
The only newer one out of the the quote unquote first three that were the newer ones. The only one I kind of dug was the last one. Yeah, because it because it was tying things together. Yeah, it was tying up to that, and and the ending of Re- uh, Revenge of the Sith made prompted me by the end. The way it ended made me want to jump back exactly. and watch Star Wars. Now, also, I'm not in the hate George Lucas camp because I really don't give a flying shit if he puts eyelids on an Ewok. I don't care. The little details like that don't bug me. That might be because I'm not a diehard Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but f- to me. And then I try to think to myself, well, what if Gene Roddenberry was still alive and he started changing shit in Star Trek? Would yeah. I care? And I honestly, I don't have an answer to that because they don't do that in Star Trek. So I don't, I don't know. The reboot even cleverly had it as an alternate timeline, you know, right. which is so Star Trek to do. Right, right. You know, um, the, the Han shot first thing bugs me yeah. because that's just a blatant <laughs> slap in the face. Um, but And then to explain it off like, Oh, well, he never really shot first. It's because uh, I shot it in close-up, and it's like, no, shut up. Listen, dude, you're the director. Yeah. If you didn't like how it looked, you would have changed it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I enjoy Star Trek more, but in no way do I shorthand Star Wars as in in its enjoyment or impact on society. Yeah. Because Star Wars, everyone knows who Star Wars, what Star Wars is. I mean, it's, it's, it's fucking Star Wars. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, and, and I think for me, too, is that I, I, I don't hate George Lucas for... I think what he needs to do is... I, and, and Stop fucking shit up! <laughs> All of a sudden going to tangent. Yeah, I know, going to tangent for some reason or another. I think for me, one of the big things <coughs> why I, it annoys me so much is when he changes it. Because I'm one of those guys that... I'm a, I, I, you know, I'm a film buff. And See, I'm not. Yeah. Like, I'll enjoy a lot of shitty movies just because, like, Howard the Duck is one of my favorite movies. That's a shitty movie. Well, it doesn't know. Not just being a film buff doesn't necessarily mean you don't like shitty movies, you know? It's, well, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't pick movies apart as much as you do. Like, you'll, yeah. you'll be going, well, I didn't like the pacing of this scene. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I just, you know, whatever. Yeah. But that doesn't mean either way's better. It's just two different people and their perspective on, on movies. Right. And that's the thing. Like, I look at everything. Uh, I look at everything. When I when I see a film, and the problem for he me looks is... He like, at everything. I, I do look at everything. <laughs> when, I, when I watch, like, Star Wars, and I and I like... I think be, because the thing for me is that I'm, I saw the original Star Wars. That was one of the first movies I remember watching. And because it had such a profound impact on me as a kid, mm-hmm. that changing it ruined what I grew up with. So, you know, and my my view on this is that, okay, while at the same time I'll sit there and say, you know what, he can go ahead and add all that stuff to the movies if he wants, that's fine and dandy, but I was one of those guys that went out and bought that limited edition tin that had the original theatrical version on DVD. So I can watch it anytime I want, but... This is the thing, is that I think that he should respect people enough to say, you know what, the fans did do it, and you can walk on that whole, well, the fans will go for it regardless, because there's always be a new generation that'll want to go see it. Mm-hmm. But I think what he, you should do is, you know, respect the fans enough to say, okay, you know what, we'll give you this. And he did it once, but 
you know, limited edition. It, it kind of was, you know, he put it together with the special edition stuff. So, yeah. you know, but give you a choice. But like with Star Trek, in, in most instances, you don't see, like, that's the one thing I give, uh, I give Paramount for with the original series. Like they read, like people will bitch and go, oh, they redid all the visual effects in the, in the thing. And, um, I don't like it. It sucks, whatever. But yeah, but you still, you have the option in those Blu-rays to watch the original or the new version. Yeah. And even the, 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 um, the upgrade they did on the special effects, it's not changing the way the battle played out. It yeah. just looks better. Yeah. You know, it's not the Enterprise shot first. Yeah. It's, it's stupid like that. But it's, oh, speaking of which, before you leave, I got to show you the Blu-ray of the Star Trek and Next Gen. Yeah. But the thing is, is like with the next gen, I not right now. Fuck the show. <laughs> <laughs> I love what they did with the next gen is that they cleaned up everything from ev- from the master going all the way up, redid everything, and and for me, that's an awesome thing to do because that's saying we know you what you guys lo- like. We're not going to make that guy's mistake. We're going to go ahead, and, and I'm telling you right now, and this this isn't even important. <laughs> um, when the next generation comes out, all on Blu-ray, all updated, I don't care how much it is. Yeah. It will be on my shelf. Yeah. <laughs> it's done and done, dude. Yeah. But I, I think for, you know, that... And it, to me, Star Trek and Star Wars are so different from one another... Yeah. That you'll have people that like Star Wars, but don't like Star Trek. Because... I like Star Trek and Star Wars, but I like it for different reasons. Yeah. I like Star Wars because it's an escape film. Yeah. You watch it. It's action-packed. It's action. It's got, you know, it deals with the whole... I'm talking about the original three. And it it like, deals with the Force, no metachlorians, yeah, none yeah, of yeah. that bullshit. But it has likable characters, but likable and almost like a like a character of them. Yeah. Like, because Star, Star Trek is more, to me, more realistic characters. Yeah. Star Wars is like, Han Solo is the greatest man alive. You know what I mean? Luke is the most noble man alive, right. you know? And that's cool. That's been done in stories You got the forever. cowboy, Lancelot. Yeah. You know, you've got the princess. Exactly. It's only your genres of, of characters, which right. is fine because it's a movie. That's yeah. okay. But in Star Trek, I, I like the character development, the interactions between, you know, between the crew and stuff like that. And it's cool because, and like you said, Star Trek is almost like the science fiction is just the backdrop. Yeah. And you're just following what these people are doing. Yeah, because like, um, like one of my favorite episodes of Star Trek is The Inner Light. Remember we yeah, talked about man. that, and that and is, that wasn't even science fiction, and that wasn't really it was it was a story driven, but it was the most emotionally impactful ones. But of course, a lot of fans will like Best of Both Worlds, yeah, the Borg attack because it's action, it's got this the the action building stuff like that, and that's fine. But it, Star Trek has that balance. Star Wars, Star Wars tried to be a little more cerebral when they tried to develop the relationship between Anakin and Padme, yeah. And the problem is, is that George Lucas doesn't know how to do that on film, so it came off very badly, and not and and it just it seemed yeah. very stilted and or it, like forced. You know, yeah, just like it whatever. just didn't really feel organic. But when you're dealing in the in the Star Trek, it's all characters move this along. Star Wars almost reminds me of like like the grandeur of a Knights of the Round Table story. Right. Everything is fucking blown up. Like, turn it up to 11. Like, yeah. everything's <laughs> just crazy. And Star Trek's more, um, you know, re- more realistic. Yeah. So To, I mean, to, a, to an extent. To an extent, okay, yeah. yeah. Taking out somebody's brain and, you know. Hey. <laughs> it might happen. Yeah. You know, you never know. You never but, know. Uh, but, yeah. And that was one of the things, like, uh, <laughs> like Adam and I said, you know, we would go to that panel. 
And yes. we would just... I would sit in the back and just, like, watch this chaos just, like, develop in front. Yeah. And videotape it. <laughs> <laughs> and then post it on the site and go, douchebags, this panel. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but again, you know, like, we're saying on how much we like Sarah, I love Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. I have lightsabers. I have action figures. Yep, he does. I have, yeah, <laughs> he, he will notice. I have various collections of the Star Wars movies on my wall. And, you know, it, it's just, it is that. It is, I grew up wanting to have a lightsaber. You know, if I have, it, you know, when I'm alone in my room, I will swing my lightsaber around and kind of, pre- yeah. you know, I'm looking forward to the Star Wars Connect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I that's want a true fan. That's that's because I want. Because I'm not. Because <laughs> I want to force push someone. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You know, you just want to, and you have to try. And no I think what. I think what you said rings true. It, it depends on your childhood memories. Because you said one of the first movies you remember watching is Star Wars. One of the first things I I remember watching was Star Trek: Next Generation. Mm. Which is why anytime someone asks me what's the greatest television show, I go Star Trek: Next Generation. I don't even hesitate. I just say it. Yeah. You know, because that's it's all perspective. Right. You know, when you're born, if you're a big science fiction fan and you were born in the 80s, you're going to like Star Trek. Yeah. You know, it's just the way it is. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I enjoy both of them, but for different reasons. I enjoy Star Trek a little bit more just because Star Wars was already there yeah. when I was born. You know, when did the last Star Wars movie come out? It came out in 1983. Yeah, so I was born in 84, so... Yeah. You know what I mean? Back to the Future was coming out. <laughs> Back in time. And I, I, I think that's that's very true because by that point, you know, you had people. But then, you know, you it went both ways, and you had most. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Uh, you you have a lot of people that were looking at science fiction and looking at Star Trek because it was on the air, so they get more exposure to it. Yeah. Star Wars had already been released. There were talks about potentially coming out, and it wasn't until, what, almost 20 years later, like 17 years later, the episode one comes out, mm-hmm. you know? And then, you know, it brought in a new generation of fans to it, as opposed to keeping the old ones, Yeah, They didn't help keep the old <laughs> yeah, ones. Yeah, it didn't help with that, but that that panel, if if we, if I end up going, and, and if Adam goes, you know, we... <laughs> we might have to do a podcast from the back going, okay, here we are. Yeah. Um, we're in the middle of this. Oh, shit, there goes a chair. <laughs> that dude just flipped a table. And, and you know what? I mean, to sum up the reason why we're even talking about this other than for our own amusement. Um, <laughs> the both, It is a high geek yeah. debate. And bo- but both... Have you seen Fanboys? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> that shit is Both awesome. Star Trek and Star Wars can coexist. Yes. It's, it's okay. You can like both. I There was a day, I know some of you might think this is treacherous, but there was a day that I watched um, Return of the Jedi and then right afterwards started watching First, Contract, First Contact. <gasps> yeah. It's possible. <laughs> the universe was still there after I was done. I mean, why... I think, and, and I'm going to leave on a high note, or attempt to anyway, to limit yourself to one mm. is just retarded. Because yeah. you, you're you missing out on the greatness of the other one. Yeah. They're both great. You don't have to pick a side. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 I, I know. It's, it's, and where's Doctor Who in all this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have... You have I th- You know what's funny, though, if you think about it? I mean, they both start with Sa. That's Do- the problem. Doctor Who and Star Trek both... You know, Doctor Who beat Star Trek by three years. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it, and this was a pre-example yesterday, Star Trek and Doctor Who fans coexist 
very well. Very well. You know? I think it's more Star Wars fans yeah, that usually are yelling. Star Wars fans seem to be a lot more intense. Like It's the know? movies. The movies yeah. are too intense. They pump them up. Yeah. And they get all excited and shit, <laughs> you know? Uh, but, yeah, and, and for me, on a high note, you know, enough of these, you know, oh, it's Modern Warfare Battlefield, or, you know, it's Star Trek or Star Wars. We, we have enough fun, of these. Yeah. but don't get too serious. Yeah, you know? you know, it's like, you can enjoy both. You can watch them, you can try If you like Star Wars and you've never watched Star Trek, because you think it's silly. Okay, but liking a Wookiee is, isn't silly, mm-hmm. you know? I, I really think that if you just sat and gave it a real shot... And you don't even have to start with, like, the 60s. Just give the next generations a try. Or Deep Space Nine if you want something a little darker. Deep Space Nine is the first one. Just give one of the series a shot. Or Enterprise or if Enterprise. you want Scott Bakula. Yeah, Scott Bakula. Who sells it. Or T'Pol. Yeah. As soon as oh. you see T'Pol, you'll want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, you'll be like, uh, how many seasons is on this yeah. one? Yeah. Damn, there's only four? <laughs> <laughs> start with the movies if you want. I mean, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's... Or if you, on the vice vice versa, if you watch the Star Trek and you think, oh, Star Wars is stupid, it's not stupid. Just yeah. start with the old ones. Right. And then ease your way into <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, ease your way into that. Um, but, I mean, both are great. Enjoy both. Live long and prosper. <laughs> <laughs> Live long and party. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, I think it's time we uh, jump into some douchebaggery. Douche, so, douche, douche, douche. <laughs> my number three douchebag. Or my number two. Like, these are our runners-up. And again, you know, because we've changed it a little bit, we have our collective number one now. Yeah. So, my second runner-up for Douchebag of the Week <laughs> is, um, next time, think it through. So, Portland police officers, this comes from the Columbian.com. Uh, Portland police officers on Valentine's Day, by the way, uh, the North Precinct responded to the new Seasons Market in North Interstate Avenue after the report of a vehicle seen leaving the parking lot with a naked female tied up in the back with duct tape over her mouth. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know why that's funny. <laughs> Officers uh, flooded the area to the, um, look for the car described as a blue suburb, Subaru Legacy. Washington law enforcement also uh, uh, also alerted to the vehicle's description in case the car got onto Interstate 5 North. A witness told police officers that they saw they uh, saw the driver of the car was a white male in his twenties with a goatee and sunglasses, and the female seemed hazy. Mm. Which, I don't know what that means. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> the witness told the police that the male um, stated they were just having some fun. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Uh, <laughs> the are roofies. Yeah, hazy I know. Right? Uh, the witness uh, provided the license plate to the police officers, and they registered the owner which they went to the 4300 block of Northwest Avenue. Finding the vehicle, they learned that the registered owner does live there and does drive a blue Subaru Legacy. They checked the area and were concerned of the welfare of the bounded naked lady. Uh, At 12.56 p.m., the vehicle was spotted by an officer returning to the registered owner's address. The officer made contact with the male walking away um, from the car and noticed the bound naked girl in the back of the car. The male, 31-year-old, and they gave his name, that told officers that he and his girlfriend uh, were doing some Valentine's Day role-playing. Mm. <laughs> officers confirmed the information with uh, 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 with the girl and that she had voluntarily was voluntarily bound and nude in the backseat of the Subaru. At least nine Portland police cars were tied up for approximately 20 minutes searching for the vehicle related to the call. Both... Um, 
the couple were arrested for disorderly conduct in the second degree and booked in the county jail. Get that freaky shit in the house, man. <laughs> when you look there could at, be kids around, man. When you man. look at the picture of those two, I could see why you would be... Yeah, I've seen you've it. You've seen that yeah, picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, No, what bugs me is it's like, okay, what you do in the privacy of your own home, especially with your sexual life, that's your, that's your business. Right. I was going to say your problem. <laughs> that's, that's your business. But... And on a serious note, if if I'm walking down the street and I see a, a fucking tied up naked chick in a car, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to break open a fucking car, or attempt to, um, <laughs> and I'm going to look for whoever fucking did it. Because, you know, right. that's what you should do. Now, if she has a gag on and he shows up, he's about to get fucked up. Because I'm not going to listen to what he says. <laughs> what it cracks me up, too, is like, you know, I understand that some people have this uh, affinity for wanting to have sex in a public place or do something in a public place. This kind of exceeds that. This could, you have to look and go, If so, you have to take a step back for a second and look and go, if I were somebody else, how many wrongs is this? Yeah, and you could also be like everybody else and just get a blowjob in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, you, know, just, right. you don't have to go this extent, okay? Have, have sex in a glass elevator. You know, just... Yeah, you know... <laughs> get a handy on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> By a stranger. <laughs> just just look at him and look down at your shit and go, huh? <laughs> or take their hand and just go, shh. <laughs> you know what? Most people might do it. You never yeah, know, know, really. Especially in LA. We don't condone... Yeah, uh, Neither of us condone this action or... Uh, <laughs> I condone it. I encourage it. <laughs> Jeez. That's why I can read more news reports. <laughs> You'll end up on this list. <laughs> Bound. <laughs> Uh, my first runner-up comes from uh, WDRB.com, and I titled this one, You Don't Deserve Children. Huh. <laughs> Coming from Louisville, Kentucky, go figure, a Louisville woman was arrested yesterday for allegedly punching her 10-year-old son in the face, in the face. during her anger management class. The face. It's not the first time she's been in the news. Police say that it, um, that it happened on February 4th, 30-year-old Misty Lawson. The reason I'm giving her name is because this is a douchebag. Yeah. yeah. Fuck what, her. Yeah. If we had her address, we'd give it. <laughs> Was taking a class when she allegedly punched her chi- punched the child several times in the face and body. How old is the kid? Uh, 10 years old. Fucking A, dude. A counselor witnessed the incident and reported it to police and child protective services. He suffered from redness in the eye and a knuckle bruise on the right cheek. Lawson is charged with fourth-degree assault at misdemeanor. It's not the first time she was in trouble with the law. On June 6, 2011, uh, this website reported that Lawson, then 29-year-old, uh, and her then 9-year-old son and a 12-year-old boy were in the back seat of a hot car unattended. It happened in the parking lot of a that Kroger's. That doesn't mean a good-looking one either. Yeah. Police say some Kroger employees stopped a Louisville Metro police officer and told them that the two children were left alone in the vehicle. The officer inspected the vehicle and found the 9-year-old and the 12-year-old boy in the back seat. The temperature outside, according to the officer, was close to 90 degrees with high humidity. The vehicle was turned off and inside was very hot, according to the arrest report. Uh, both uh, the uh, mother was later arrested and then allegedly admitted that they had gone inside um, the store to get their pictures taken and told the kids not um, to get out of the car. Uh, both get their pictures taken. Uh, it was her and someone else. 
And uh, both were charged with wanton endangerment and endangering a welfare of a minor. Two, and you only get a misdemeanor for punching the kid? It's like, good lord, you know what, dude. Man, people like that should just be taken out back and shot. Shot, seriously. Yeah, you know, it's like... I don't care what the 10-year-old was doing. That 10-year-old could have fucking called you a fucking piece of shit. You don't hit a, a 10-year-old like that. Maybe a 16-year-old, but you don't hit a 10-year-old like that. <laughs> no, I mean, it. I don't know. That bugs me. I got kids, and, and when I didn't have kids, I'm like, man, that fucking sucks. And then once I got some, I was like, what the fuck? No, I mean, some kids, you want to. Oh, hell yeah. You know, I know what turns Mr. Hand into Mr. Fist. That's right. But I've mentally slapped the shit out of a few kids. In my mind, I'm fucking you up right now. In my mind, you ain't breathing. No. <laughs> I'm choking your punk ass. In my mind, it's a closed casket. That's right. <laughs> it's like a six-year-old. I know, the kid's like, what? Daddy? No, like, I've... I've... <laughs> <laughs> retracing back. Uh, Pulling it back a little bit. Sometimes you think, you know, I just want to slap this kid across the fucking face. But you don't because it's just, it's not right, you know. I mean, I spank my kids from time to time. It's just a little tap, you know, the younger ones. Yup. Yup. <laughs> um, but that's just, and every time I hear when some a parent leaves their kids in a hot car too, and, uh, that bugs me, man. With kids and pets, you know, it's like going, really? Like, okay. What's wrong with you? It's like, okay, we're going to lock you up in the car. <laughs> and like, like, I think if I saw someone doing that, I'd say, hey, why are you lucky? Well, I don't give mind your own business. I literally think I would fucking punch them in the throat. Yeah. Like, without question, I just start fucking them up right in front of their kids. <laughs> this is what happens to douchebags. Set a good example. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm helping your kids. <laughs> they probably wanted you to get your ass kicked anyway. <laughs> All right. They don't like you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. I named this one. I didn't think it was that bad. This is from the Associated Press. Um, a mom with a screaming child wanted a quick getaway from a plane on the tarmac in Vietnam and asked for help. The man next to her obliged by opening the emergency exit and triggering the escape slide. <laughs> but that's as far as they got. A state media report on Tuesday's incident at Ho Chi Minh, Ho Chi Minh? Ho Chi Minh City Airport says... Shit. <laughs> Nobody used the slide. It wasn't clear if they got second thoughts or if the cabin crew intervened. The man, identified as 29-year-old Lee Van Thon, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, sorry. Um, <laughs> not ever going to know. Um, told authorities... Let me take this toothpick out of my mouth. Told, told yeah. authorities that child's, the child's mother asked him to open the door so she and the child could exit faster. So the child asked. <laughs> and he did it. Yeah. <laughs> An airport official says the, the man will be fined up to $950 and it will cost 10000 to refit the slide. Yeah, that's like a really expensive airbag. So yeah. That's the, like deploying the airbag in your car and trying to tuck it back in. Was this kid like the devil? No. <laughs> Why don't you open the door? <laughs> Did he do the like the twist? Did he suddenly have like this handlebar mustache and like start to no no no? Did he force wave that motherfucker into <laughs> doing it? You'll open that door. For I'll me. open the door for you. It's like fuck. The kids are like oh the guy's like I'll open the door for you. The mother was probably just with the mouth open like what the fuck <laughs> is going on? I am holding Satan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this one I named this one second douchebag because I had um. Steve's <laughs> kinky sex dudes 
chicken dude ever. <laughs> dude, so I was like, wait. <laughs> wait. Oh, it was at, this one was at Walmart, which me, me, it makes more sense. A southeastern Pennsylvania, and it's in Pennsylvania, which makes more sense. A southeastern Pennsylvania man is behind bars after police say he walked naked into a Philadelphia area Walmart and stole a pair of socks. <laughs> Only stole a yeah. pair of socks. Ver- Verdon Lamont Taylor, 32, was arrested Wednesday night after police say he stripped off his clothes in the parking lot of the Exton store and went inside. Exton store. Police told. Local media outlets that surveillance footage... I'm not reading right today. That surveillance footage shows the six foot four, 300-pound Downingtown man... That's even more intimidating. The big dude. Um, walking around the store wearing nothing but a pair of socks he had stolen there. The video also shows shoppers avoiding Taylor. There is a... If you go to msnbc.com and search for just naked socks, I guess, you'll see a video. This is funny. He's just walking around like nothing, too. Um... Authorities say they used a stun gun to subdue Taylor. Probably just didn't even ask a question. Just shock. Yeah, know. just like, wow. Um, after he refused to comply with officer's orders and spat in an officer's face. Never mind. It seems like he was fucking up. Um, wow. Taylor was arraigned, arraigned on charges including aggressive assault. Yeah, a spit is aggressive assault, by the way. That's funny. <laughs> that is. It's just be a fucked up assault. I know. It's like, um, assault and indecent exposure. Local can you media. imagine being brought into court? This guy is brought in on fucked up assault. <laughs> uh, why are you bringing... They asked the cop, why are you bringing um, the defendant to the court today? Because he talks a lot of shit, Your Honor, and I'm fucking sick of his mouth. Always on the corner running his fucking mouth. <laughs> Bill said it twenty five thousand. Um, no, Ta- uh, so which he, no one will pay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's being held at a fifty thousand dollar bail at Chester County Prison. Online court records do not list an attorney for Taylor, according to the Associated Press. And he probably couldn't afford one because he can't afford some fucking boxes short. <laughs> it's a big cat too, six yeah. foot, dude, six Jeez. four. Jeez. What? Who is? Our number, numero uno. Our numero uno douchebag comes from our friends up north. So all of Canada. Yeah, so all of Canada. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure how this will play out, but but when will government officials understand that scare tactics only prey on the ignorant and uneducated of people? Given how much Americans watch the Jersey Shore, it shows me that a great deal are that yeah, way. That's true. However, this news isn't about our government. It's about our neighbors to the north. Their parliament. Canada's conservative government is reintroducing a bill that would, quote, allow the government to obtain information about Internet subscribers without a warrant. The legislation would require service providers to provide law enforcement with IP addresses, emails, phone numbers, and information on demand. <laughs> According to uh, Art Technica. Can we call, instead of SOPA, can we call it the SOPE? <laughs> I had to do it. You had to I had to do it. <laughs> I was over here laughing like I couldn't do it. Uh, oh. This bill would also require ISP and cellular phone companies to install equipment for real-time surveillance and create new police powers designed to obtain access to surveillance data. Damn, they turned SOPA up to 11, yeah, too. <laughs> that would make it sound like a police state, right? When questioned Fucking why... riot squad's <laughs> coming in because you stole an episode of the Jersey Shore. I know. <laughs> when questioned 
why law enforcement would need such broad measures, Public Safety Minister Vic Toes cited... Vic Toes. Wait for it. Child pornography. <laughs> yes. Apparently, child pornography is so rampant in Canada that they need to adapt draconian methods to clamp down on them. This is a scare tactic comes in... Um, that's This is where the scare tactic comes into play. Opponents of the legislation, quote... Can either stand with us or with the child pornographers. Oh, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> Sounds shame on you, Canada. I trusted you. <laughs> yeah, child pornography. <laughs> That's the rhetoric that MPAA used when U.S. protested against SOPA. If you don't support the bill, you support online piracy. While many political officials may see the short-term solution, you have to think about the broader implications of something like this. The term, it's uh, this term, it's child porn. Next term, it's pirated movies. After that, then what? People who don't share your political views. I'm not condoning child porn in any way, but when you ask for a 1984 type of tactic that needs to, um, you need to be aware of the consequences. Mm -hmm. If something you created gets passed because of fear, think about when you are out of office and someone from an opposing party gains control and uses it on you. Dun, dun, dun. This is this, this is something everyone needs to think about. Not until the next election, but people that inhabit the chair right now. It's just like, wow, dude. So I trusted you, Canada. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, it's like, I saw that. I was like going, wow, really? Yeah, that's pretty hard. That's man. fucking insane. And in Canada, too. Like, I know. What? what, what? <laughs> I know. Yeah, come up here and get our free health care, but we're going to fucking watch everything that's you do. Right. It's like, good. We're putting a camera in your home. Shit. <laughs> you know um, what? It's epic person time. It's epic we're person. also talking about someone foreign. Yeah. Well, I really count Canadians as foreign, to be honest. Like, my <laughs> brothers and sisters. You understand? But this dude isn't, because, you know, he's from, like, Sweden or something. Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to read the article. Okay. I'm looking at how long it is. Eh, yeah, I'm going to read the article. Um, Notch has become the kind of rich where when he wants something, it will happen. The recent $13 million dollars he's willing to put up for Psychonauts 2 proves that. Um, speaking to Kotaku, Double Fine founder Tim Schaefer has confirmed that person, his last name, Notch, uh, will be putting up the considerable amount of money for the sequel to the cult classic. Quote, I was like, <laughs> Tim Schaefer, dude. I was like, I don't think you can make it for a million dollars. The original game was, I think, $13 million. I think you have to match the original game. As soon as I mentioned the amount of money, he said, yeah, I can do that. Boss! <laughs> 13 million. He basically, he, he like pulled out his wallet. He's kind of changed his shit. Oh, I know, yeah, he's I like, got a, that. Uh, is that enough? Will that do? Yeah. Uh, persons may be putting up the money, but no word on whether he would be directly involved in the game's development. Schaefer said he would like to collaborate with persons on a new game, though. Quote, He's been pretty successful, and when you look into it, it's a really inspiring story. He's just a regular guy, said Schaefer. Another quote. He didn't do anything sleazy to get it. He just made it himself, distributed it himself. They're talking about Minecraft, by the way. Uh, it's a great story. I think we have a lot to learn from him, so I'd like to do something with him, and I'd like to make Psychonauts 2. <laughs> At the end, I'd like to make Psychonauts 2. Give me the money. Um, so he's a boss, not only because he's just like, yeah, 13 million, I guess I gotta throw you that. Throw you that pocket change real quick. But also because Tim Schafer, who's like a heavyweight in the industry, is basically saying he's he's like a god. Yeah. You know, because he's like, 
Rocky of fucking video games and shit. It's an inspiring story. <laughs> he came from nothing. It's um, this summer. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man, I tip my hat. Yes, sir. I mean, when you get to the go, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he just he just pulled out a check. He's like, why don't you write a number in that spot? Yeah, and I'll sign it. Like, <laughs> And it shows a true fan. No, too. He, he grabs it. He goes, Here's the cash. Take what you need. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like twenty mil. Not nah, is that no? Nah. <laughs> Whatever. I, I Just mean, take what you need, man. Yeah. Leave the rest on the table. He's got to fill the jet up. So. <laughs> yeah. Leave the rest on the table for tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're at <a> Denny's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh man. All right, we got some site comments this week. Yes, we do. Uh, Hotel nerd on talking about my uh, GI Joe going to be a complete reboot. Um, I wanted to like the first one so bad. I just couldn't, though. The trailers for the next one look better than the original, and hearing that it's a reboot is encouraging, I guess. Well, finger, well, well fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, I have to agree the fact that, you know, uh, th- that uh, the John Chu, the new director, is a fan of yeah. the original, of the source material, and that he's going back and kind of fixing up what went wrong. So... I I I'll, I may give it a chance, but it's I mean it can only go up from there. Yes. <laughs> uh, so oh, yeah. this next comment is heavy praise for my work <laughs> um, as a journalist. Oh God! Now, <laughs> now you're a journalist. Yeah. <laughs> PS4 News uh, commented on one of my many Japanese hardware sales articles, <laughs> and honestly, my Japanese heart. Every time I write it, I feel like I'm cheating. You are because I'm just, I'm <laughs> listing the hardware sales numbers for Japan. <laughs> Um, and then, like, some lame jokes before that. And sometimes I don't even put that. I go, hey, here they are. <laughs> Slot filled. <laughs> uh, so he says, great work. This is the kind of information that are supposed to be shared around the the internet. Disgrace on the search engines for no longer positioning this sub- submit higher. Thank you. Smiley face. <laughs> You're welcome, sir. You're welcome. Uh... And while Bill oh. talking about our douchebag of the week, it's it, Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, it is it's probably Bill. Now that now that I read this comment, yeah, I know it's probably Bill Clinton. While Bill talking about um, Canada's Trump <laughs> tough internet law, not to mention that in Canada, any pornographic image that depicts a child, say a 25 year old girl licking an all day sucker or a 25 year old holding a teddy bear, is considered to be child porn. AKA 90 percent of all pornography is now illegal. Yes. Canada has its very own special breed of right wing Nazi trying to take over the country. Was, now that I, now that I read that, it probably is Bill Clinton. Yeah, <laughs> and that that puts um, the Canadian thing that we we're talking internet thing into perspective too. Yeah. But you know what? That's one of those things where you like to see the porns with the girls in the school uniforms. But if you think about it too much, <laughs> you start feeling dirty. You start, oh, why do I like this? I think I need to shower. Yeah. <laughs> Right um, at no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Took a turn for the worst. Right. Just like Will Riker said, it's about to get a lot bigger. <laughs> yeah, oh, it is. Jesus. Uh, what, what is your your recommendation? And I fully endorse <laughs> Steve's recommendation. My one. recommendation. I've mentioned this before, and I just for me, it's going to be your recommendation for the next yeah, three years. Yeah, it's it's my uh, and it's only because I've completed. Both watching both. I've full completed. I watched. <laughs> was it a quest? Yes, it was. <laughs> I watched both uh, the first and second season, and now watching the third season on uh, FX. Archer. 
Um, yes. It is probably one of the greatest, <laughs> the greatest shows on TV right now. I love that show. The That's one, how you get ants. Yeah. I love the, the one-liners in there and, like, uh, the one episode where um, Archer's being sent to go after this uh, arms dealer. And she goes, you need to go after... Why? Is this diabetes? Uh, uh, he is, what, is diabetes on vacation or something like that? You know what episode I like? Uh, this is the second season where um, he was killing, like, the Irish mob because they were selling counterfeit uh, uh, cancer uh, Cancer drugs, yeah. And then he's, like, so trying so hard not to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then somebody, one of the Irish mob, he had an Irish mob tied up and their janitors who oh, were, yeah. like, Hispanic. And um, the Irish mob dude said something racist about the Hispanics and he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wasn't too long ago when you guys were taking everybody's jobs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was rolling. <laughs> Well, like, uh, uh, like in this this current season, when uh, Archer was on a, on a train, uh, taking this Canadian terrorist for a free Nova Scotia back to Canada, um, he was trying to find the ocelot that was in the second season. It they they brought it back in this mm-hmm. one, and um, he was trying to find the ocelot. So he had this piece of meat, and um, he fired his gun, but because of the piece of meat, there was blood on the ground, and there was a black uh, porter. Around there, the the terrorist guy thought he killed the black porter because he was a racist, mm-hmm. and then he shoots at Archer, and he's like, "Take that, you racist!" He goes, "Wait, what? How am I racist?" And then, uh, and then Lana goes, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> I still, anytime Lana goes, "Yup," I'm laughing my ass off. In the same episode, he goes, "Yeah, well, we have something they don't." He pulls out a hand grenade, pulls out the pin, and she looks at him. She goes, "Tell me that's a smoke grenade." Okay. Yeah, I've seen that one. It's not, though. It's not, though. <laughs> <laughs> the way he talks is cool, too. Oh, I know. It's dude. not, though. <laughs> this show is hilarious. I love that show. It's just, it's so, the racism is so yeah. funny, you know? Like, when she's like, I don't want him dating a black ops field agent. <laughs> wow, I thought she was totally going a different direction with that. Uh, uh, oh, when they find out the um, the scientist dude... Is one of the the Hitler clones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, no one cares. No one cares at all. <laughs> Lana's the only one that's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my recommendation is not going to be as funny. Um, I'm or maybe. Oh, no, yeah. I'm recommending the Nook, um, Barnes and Noble's ebook reader. Uh, my grandfather actually recently bought one of these for himself after some coaxing from me. Um, the reason... Well, first of all, it's... Up against the candle, it's pretty much the same damn thing. I mean, you, you, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a very good ebook reader. He bought the the cheapest one, so just the ebook reader. Um, very serviceable. I love the, the e-ink technology. We all know all that crap. The one thing that I'm going to give props to it, though, is my grandfather, you know, not to... Not to cue the sad music, but he has had two strokes, and he's he's not he's not gone. He's there, but he, it takes him a while to learn new things. Sometimes, five minutes later, he was on it. He was ready to go. He had a book bought by himself. He was reading, and you know what? That is the future of technology. Yeah. Because if you take one of these smartphones that we all have and you hand it to a seventy-year-old man, he's gonna go, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> right? Most mostly, most of the time. Yeah. So I think that. Um, the simplification of the technology is just something that was great, and it's 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 now given 
that he has cataracts, so now he can read. You know, <laughs> you're gonna put cute, sad music in editing. Watch, yeah, asshole. Um, but no, I now from me who was not as old, I I used it and I thought it was great. I mean, it, it's only a hundred bucks. They actually have a deal going on right now that if you sign up for um, a year's worth of the New York Times for twenty dollars a month, you get a Nook for free, mm. which is pretty pretty cool. If you yeah. want the New York Times, it's cool. If you yeah. don't, it's kind of lame. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean. The ebook readers are the way to go, dude. Nowadays, so yeah, I, I yeah, I have a couple of books on my ebook reader. But you, you have the Kindle, the older Kindle. Oh yes, the older, the Kindle. older Kindle. Yes, like a boss. Yeah, I've had two Kindles <laughs> that broke, <laughs> and you can't. And you just for some reason. Well, I, I mean, with those you know Yeti hands of yours, you know, it's <laughs> why <laughs> that never gets old. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, that brings us to the closing. So before we head out, we want to remind you all that you have many ways to follow us. Be sure to like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash thelazygeeks, one word. There you can see, you know, you get updates all the time. From us if, you know, we post pictures, the comic art, stuff like that on there. So check it out. Lazy Geeks are still on Google+. Plus. Uh, <laughs> the Lazy Geeks, one word. Uh, follow look us on at, Twitter. Look at face. Yeah, yeah. You see that? Yeah. That's right. Follow us on Twitter. You can follow the twitter.com slash the lazy geeks. Or even, you can follow... even Twitter. No, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm on Twitter, so you can follow lazy underscore nomad, or you can follow Adam over there at lazy underscore sapien. Yeah. Subscribe to our YouTube page where we have trailers, vlogs, and special content available there. So subscribe, youtube.com slash the lazy geeks. Uh, the music on this podcast is provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So it's about time for us to check out. So please comment on this or any podcast, either on iTunes, the website, lazygeeks.com, um, your mom, whatever. What? <laughs> Tell oh, us the- if you commented on your mom, most people will see it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's always a fadeaway. Oh! <laughs> like a bomb dropping. <laughs> Tell us the good, the bad, and the extreme sexy. Uh, be sure to leave a comment, because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. So until next week, peace out! <laughs>